Should you draft James Conner in 2019, or is it just too risky to invest in him at his current ADP? Let's find out. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. I've been saying it since January, February, March, April, even May people called me crazy saying that James Conner was the, one of the biggest bust predictions for 2019. Now, let me first start off before people say, Smitty, you're just being a James Conner hater. I, I challenge anyone to find a writer or fantasy site or YouTuber out there that had bigger predictions for James Conner than I did in 2018. He was my number two bold prediction Stuff I wrote way before Le'Veon Bell ever even considered holding out or that news was even close to being, uh, you know, legitimate that he would hold out. I, I had the biggest things written on James Conner. James Conner, people won leagues because of the bull prediction that I wrote on James Conner on SleeperU.com. So I don't want to hear, oh, you're just a hater. I'm not a hater. This is all about ADP, all about risk versus reward. And what I've been saying for months is that James Conner at 7 to 12 overall value has bust written all over it for many reasons. And how I determine a guy has bust potential is like a a bunch of things put together. It's not one thing. It's not, oh, I just don't feel right about the guy or, hey, he kind of got hurt or he has some injury risk. It's putting multiple things together. And once you have a handful of red flags, it's time to say, hey, this ADP is way too high. Maybe he can earn it. Maybe he can earn value a little lower down where I'm more accepting of that risk. But when you have a handful of red flags on a top 7 to 12 overall player, it's time to pump the brakes on ranking him that high. The red flags being this. James Conner broke down even before he got hurt. He started to hit a a wall last year. So can he handle the workload that a Pittsburgh Steelers running back is going to be force-fed? The answer to that is no. Now that by itself, or the answer to that is I think it's questionable. And that by itself would not indicate that he is a big time bus candidate. But then you move on to the fact that he got hurt. So now he broke down. So if getting hurt and breaking down and hitting a wall are two different things. So please don't mix those up and say, hey, that's one and the same. It was not one and the same. And I have an Ask Smitty feature on my site, sleeperu.com. Where you guys email me advice all year long. I Before he got hurt, he hit a wall for two or three weeks. And people would email me. Hey, Smitty, James Conner is not producing anymore. What's going on? Should I, should I trade him off for this? Should I trade him off for that? People are wanting to sell him off for nothing. And I'm like, no, I mean, don't sell him off for nothing. But if you can trade high, not a bad option. But people are asking to sell him for like dirt cheap. And I'm like, no, you don't just sell a guy like that dirt cheap. But people were asking that question because he had hit such a wall. Then he got hurt. And Jalen Samuel stepped in and played really well. And I might remind you that James, Jalen Samuels and James Conner together were my bold prediction last year. So even with James Conner getting hurt, my bold prediction was that the duo together would win a league for people. And Samuel stepped in and played amazing. Now, he didn't have as big of a, you know, long of a run as the starter because Connor did come back. But Samuels played the part just as well, and it was even a better wide receiver in a sense. And I think he is a better wide receiver. And enter in the other red flag that not only did Connor break down before he got hurt, 
and then get hurt. But he also has Jalen Samuels, as good of a player behind him, even better receiver than he is. And if you want to argue that, then I point you to the next red flag. The fact that Jalen Samuels was actually tight and eligible heading into his rookie year. In Yahoo leagues, he was a running back and tight end in Yahoo. Why? Because he's an amazing receiving back and played all over the field in college. And let me bring you to the next red flag. The Pittsburgh Steelers running back coach is Eddie Faulkner, the coach, Jalen Samuels coach in college at NC State. So now Jalen Samuels college coach, who used Samuels all over the field, loved the guy, made him so good at catching the ball, he enters the NFL as a tight end and running back eligible fantasy football player, and now he's the Pittsburgh Steelers running back coach. That's another red flag. Enter the next red flag that the Pittsburgh Steelers said that they will be utilizing both backs all over the field. So at this point, everything that I've said from January is coming around full circle, and this isn't that crazy of a topic to say. You take Connor in the top 12, top 13, top 14, you're running a big risk, whereas before... Mentioning him as a potential bust anywhere in the 7 to 12 range was absolute asinine because the Pittsburgh Steelers always run one running back, Smitty. They always just use one running back. Well, guess what? They've they've always had a workhorse. James Conner is not, in my opinion, a year-in, year-out workhorse. He was a great fit for the sleeper role, the candidate of, hey, grab him and Samuels together and win a league Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Type of recipe, but it's different now. Now he enters as a first rounder. Very, very different than being that like recipe for a, you know, late round cuffs, you know, sleeper, win a league type of strategy. This is now your first rounder. Your first rounder should not have one, two, three, four, five red flags. So it's time to say to yourself, hey, let Connor be someone else's problem. And if I'm wrong and Connor is as good as people predicted, the people that are that are all on board with having Connor be their first rounder, if they're right and I'm wrong, guess what? You still drafted a Mike Thomas. You'll be okay. You avoided some risk. The risk never came and entered the situation. But guess what? You still got Mike Thomas. And if you don't like Odell Beckham Jr. because he's injury injury prone, don't use him. But I, I would use him here too and say I'd rather have Odell and take Snell and Samuels later as my new recipe for winning your league by not touching Connor and grabbing both the backups in a league where you can do that if your rosters are deep enough. That's my strategy. That's my approach. Take a Mike Thomas. Take both Steelers running backs, the backups, cuff together, stash them on your bench, and win a league if they end up coming, uh, becoming like as valuable as James Connor became last year. And I think Samuels and Snell could be that. At least for half a season, I could see something unfolding where they rotate one of the two, whatever. Snell starts the last four games. Uh, Samuels, let's say, is on fire from week 8 to 14. And let, let's say he gets hurt 8 to 12. And he gets hurt 
because I don't think Samuels has the the makeup to be an elite player for multiple years, but for one season he could, just like Connor was kind of capable of doing that. At least the duo was. So Samuels and Snell together, I think, could be dominant for a whole year. Absolutely. And Connor could, but I don't think he's worth the risk with all of these red flags. If there weren't the red flags, I'd be all on board. But there's too much going on here. You're listening to the Fantasy Football Show. 